0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir
1: Is there own successful names? Is there more successful names?
2: Yes, for sure. So First of all, I I agree with you. I was very happy that I did this research after I named my kids. (laughs) I would not be able. I do want to give you a tip that, of course, there is diversity. There are people who really look like their names and people who don't look like their names, and most are in the middle. And we're studying this now. What are the implications? Why do some people look more or less like their name and what does it mean? But what is important, as, as any other stereotype, because what we're saying is that a name is a stereotype, and you can live up to the stereotype or not right? I know it's very depressing to know that even, you know, this arbitrary choice of a name can affect us, that we're all very structured by it. But I do want to say that it really depends what the name is. So we found that very rare names don't have a stereotype, right? Because we don't know many people with this name. Mm. So these people are not identified by the name. And also very common name, very highly common name have a great diversity. So you know a lot of people with the same name. So again, it is less predictable. It's less telling. It's the names in the middle that you do know enough people that are called with this name and you have the stereotype. And of course, if you have the meaning of it, that will be the most uh, influencing ones. This
3: is, as you said, <laughs> fascinating. But you know, you know, often think of, say, girls' names in particular that are very pretty names. You yes. know, I always think, you know, Ella or even Bella. And anytime mm-hmm. you meet somebody with these types of names, they're always really good looking. <laughs>
2: Yes, indeed, so I think that if you have of co- and of course if you if they don't then you think that their name doesn't fit them, right, so you're not correcting the schema that you have about the name, you're just saying this person doesn't fit that name, so you're right, if I give a pretty name again people these people if. You know they're working with a self-fulfilling prophecy um, maybe they're more putting into the way they look it's more of an issue but you know I looked up your name for example what's the meaning of it because I'm not from Ireland and if I'm correct it's freedom right yeah. okay so naming you know someone freedom also has a lot of weight so you have to be independent maybe this is why you talk to the you know on the radio to the public it has a meaning and you know it as you grow up again you can go against it and sometimes people do. But usually, I know it sounds weird, but we do want to live up to, our, to the expectation that, of course, our parents and the whole society has for us. So, yes, I do agree that the name, I know there's something very deterministic about it, but, you know, we live with other stereotypes. We're born as a girl or a boy and a certain group in our society. So we have a lot of stereotypes. And now we found that even names are stereotypes. Maybe knowing that can help us get free from that. I'm not sure.
1: I'm trying to figure out. So, does it work? Obviously, it's as you said. It's more of a self-fulfilling prophecy, and it's more of a psychological impact that you are really strongly identifying with your name. Like, there's there's nothing to say because I'm reading some of the stuff that you came across, and it, you say that society generally expects men called Bob to have rounder faces than a Tim, apparently. And I'm like, is there any biological implications of hearing your name? Would do anything, or is it just maybe okay. You know, your expectations and lifestyle would change.
2: It's called the Kiki effect. So, a universally effect is that I'm sorry. I'm not with you and I can show you, but if we show people two shapes, one is very rounded shape and one has these spikes, okay? And we say to people... One of these shapes is called booba and one is kiki. Then people all over the world, and this is a finding from the 60s, agree that, uh, you know, the one that is round is booba and the other one is kiki. So we have this connection between the sound and the shape. And indeed, research found that we expect someone that named Bob to have a rounder face than Tim. But these researchers did not demonstrate that this is indeed their faces. So I don't know if people really, you know, become the shape of it. Because, for example, if it was only the sound, then I could guess your Irish names and you can guess Israeli names. But we don't find it. When we did a cross-culture study with France, we found that French people can identify French uh, faces and names, but not Israelis and vice versa. So Israelis cannot identify. So it's not only the sound. I do think you have to have the meaning of it and the schema of it. Okay, so otherwise it doesn't work. And also if you don't use your name, apparently you don't look like your name. So we had a study that we had people who use nicknames, okay? And these people were not identified by their either nicknames because they were unique and not by their giving names. So apparently if you're not using your name, maybe it didn't fit you from the get-go, right? So this is why you don't use it. But maybe because you're not using it, you don't look like it.
3: Ah, that makes (laughs) sense. And you know the way when some people say, okay, I'm not going to... Um, name my baby until I see them. Yes. So the same thing applies. So the baby's born and you had a name and you uh, had Molly and she doesn't look like a Molly. Yeah. So then you yeah. have to change the name.
2: Yeah. So I hear a lot of this and you're right. Many people say that they had a certain name and then when they met their baby it didn't fit. So I do think it suggests that we have this schema, right? And we see the baby and we say, well, it doesn't fit, right? I have to say, and we're studying it. it. I have. We are currently doing a study with nine-year-olds to see if already when you're nine, do you look like your name? My hypothesis is, is that it's not. So babies when they are born, people have a very hard time even telling if it's a boy or a girl. So I don't think that we come up out with looking exactly as our name. But I have to prove it as a researcher, right? So yeah. I'm just saying this is my hypothesis. Babies look very similar to each other. So we're now studying it. We can't do it on babies because we need to have the nine years old try to fit the name themselves because that's their peer, peer group, right? But I don't think that it's that early on i do think that what you described is this experience that you have this stereotype about the name and you meet your you know your child and yeah. it doesn't fit either the way he or she looks or by the way what you expect them to look <laughs> okay so that could be one reason why people change but by the way a lot of cases uh, people choose a name before the birth.
3: And also, I just wanted to ask in relation to, like, we've talked about this before, Cormac, where, you know, if you had a CEO called Daisy, would you take Mm -hmm. her seriously? Or even someone (laughs) that might be named Daisy, they might not achieve what they think they could achieve because of their name.
2: Yeah, so we're studying that as well. I think you're right. But by the way, first of all, you don't have to. So, many times the prophecy doesn't come out, right? So, um, I can tell you on a completely different uh, characteristics, there are some people who look trustworthy and some that don't. So, a kid who look trustworthy many times learn that he can do terrible things and say I didn't do it and people will believe him, right? So he actually learns to be the you know, the worst (laughs) untrustworthy person versus someone who, you know, doesn't look trustworthy and always have to prove it. So it doesn't always work in the same way. So a daisy can decide to be the most serious person you will ever meet and very harsh and difficult and whatever, right? Which doesn't fit the name. And you learn it as as someone working with her, you will learn it. So you will say that the name doesn't fit her. But again, I think that will overcome the name stereotype. So that's one option. The other, that she or he will change the stereotype. That also happens when we know someone famous with a name. Then a lot of times they change the stereotype that the society has about the name. But yes, in general, in the most basic way, I think a daisy will develop a different personality, different choices of life that eventually will manifest in how she looks that will be very different from any other more, you know, Serious, committed name. So, yeah, that, but again, look, also you have to, uh, right, if your parents call you Daisy, then maybe they also have a certain kind of characteristic and your life will be very different because of your surrounding than yeah. someone who chooses to call you a more serious name.
1: Yeah, I mean, seriously, uh, because uh, I'd be imagining with that name that your parents would be like, oh, fluffy Daisy, and it'd be all nice and pillows <laughs> and kittens. But if, if you had parents that were like, oh, Daisy, and they were really serious and really strict and regimented, maybe Daisy would come out as a... Uh, as yeah, a very a very disciplined CEO. I would think maybe Daisy would just change her name to D. It would be CEO D. Cause exactly, yeah. and people firm. do
2: that. People. I don't know how it's in Ireland, in Israel a lot of people change their name and it's because they think that it doesn't fit you know, how they perceive themselves that's a very good question, but again parents who choose Daisy versus I don't know, Elizabeth, right? Very different expectations and very different probably uh, education and, and so on so it's not just the name, but apparently as social perceivers, we get all of this from the name and we see it in other people and more importantly when we have that name, we behave accordingly, which is extremely surprising I, I agree as a social psychologist I have to say it, it, it's telling how much we're a social creatures that even you know an arbitrary tag that people who didn't meet us yet give us affects us to that extent I find it uh, extremely informative about what we are and maybe again we can do something with this knowledge
3: It's so funny that you say that because I remember talking to you Cormac a while ago about uh, this lovely guy who had written me a nice message I heard he had a great job and, you know, he was a lovely person. It was through a friend of mine. I'm going to call him Oisin just for the sake of it but it was a, an Irish name that was probably more, um, what would I say, uppity? A little bit more mm-hmm. kind of posh. And it posh, affected yeah. you, right? Then, yeah, a, a little posh. But I said, I remember saying to two of the guys in work, Cormac, one of them, I can't meet this guy because of his name. I said he's going <laughs> exactly. to... Exactly! You know, he's right. going to be wearing okay. chinos and I can't. And here
2: you go. You, uh, yeah. I mean, yes. Yes. I gave your him soul no made chance.
1: Just, your soulmate is running away from you right now, seriously, because you never <laughs> gave him a chance.
2: Maybe. Yeah, and, and I do want to say stereotype in general, that, you know, individuals don't always meet the stereotype, and we do need to give them and us a chance to, you know, get out of the box. So yeah, but of course, it's what you just said, we all do. Even me that I know this, clearly I'm affected as much as anyone else. It's very difficult not to be stereotyped.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's true and it's really interesting. So I suppose, uh, last question before we let you go, and um, what should you never name your child?
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's very early. I have to say. I, I wouldn't name something that is very, I don't know, to say disciplined, military, very um expecting them to be very i don't know how to say i named my kids i have four kids So I named them. I can tell you that I named them. Each name, they know the meaning of it. So I have a girl that the main name is Aura, so it's light, and she knows she brings light to my life, but it's also <laughs> a very independent name. That's yeah. the other meaning, that I want her to be free. So that's one name. I have another daughter that is named like a flower, a very beautiful flower, but also a desert flower that is very unique and special, Okay. And I have a daughter that the meaning of it is a bell clapper, and she's a an magnificent she plays the flute um, amazingly, so again right. it's like music right, and the sun, which the name is about you know water's stream of water, which again has a meaning of being very free and so on. So you see that even before this study, I really yeah, both me and of my it, partner yeah. so yes, I think you should think what do you want to convey to your child, but again, let them go free if they choose other you know walks of life. That's good as well.
1: I'm going to name my kids Money talent and genius,
2: <laughs> and then be settled <laughs> No <with> expectations <laughs> there. <laughs> none,
1: none at all. Just let's go straight to the point here, and we won't even have to do any second-level meaning or anything like that. But listen, uh, Doctor Ruth Mayo, this study is, is obviously fascinating and interesting, and thank you, you know, so much. A whole, a whole lot of questions and uh, and questions, everything about our, our daily lives, nearly. But where can someone? just there anything online that people can kind of maybe read into a little bit more?
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. First of all, the paper itself is online. So if you Google me, you can find the paper, uh, uh, and uh, there are a lot of citations when it came out a couple of years ago on newspaper, and we're still studying it. And I would—it oh, was a pleasure talking with you. I do want to go back to your question and just say not yeah. to give a very sad and uh, pessimistic name to a kid because I think sometimes people do that because it's beautiful. But if the meaning is sad, I wouldn't do that. I have to say. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, but yeah, like you can find rain. I see yeah. The rain. Do Irish names have a lot of meanings?
1: Yeah, yeah, they do. They'd be, yeah, stoked. In, um, I meaning. my name is Graham. I'm the High King of Ireland. That's where Mike comes from, King Cormac. Wow. Really? There you yeah. go. Wow. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I've always had this God complex that people haven't been able to shake.
2: You knew it, right? As a child, yeah. you already knew this. Yeah, it's part <laughs> of who we are. Look, the way we're identified by the way in society is by our face and name, right? That's it. That's our, you know, ID. So, free king. Yeah, there thank you know. so yeah. much. It was a pleasure talking with
1: you. Dr. Ruth Mayo, thanks a million for popping on we'll chat you again soon
0: thank you bye
2: bye
0: fm is room 104 podcast with cormac moore and Sir long
1: cormac and you're here on room 104 you can subscribe to the show's podcast on apple spotify you know the usual places you can listen back to the full shows uninterrupted and also get the specific interviews and features there as well and before we jump back into that question it kind of relates to people if you're under the age of 25 as well because if you're planning. Listen, I know all of your plans this year were thrown out, the win- thrown out the window, but listen, if you were planning on doing a J1 at some point this year, that ban has been extended by Donald Trump. So and just seeing here now this evening that the US work visa ban has broadened and will be extended until the end of 2020. So your J1, H1B visas included as well. So oh, well, that's yeah. good news. No, it's bad news. Can't do a J one this year. Of course, it's
3: bad news. I know it's awful. It's tragic. And I have a cousin that's meant to be going, and they're like, "No." So I kept trying to tell them, "It's fine. It's good news. It's good. It's good. It's not." Yeah,
1: listen, just just uh, just let America burn itself to the ground this year, anyway, and then maybe have a look at it uh, have a look at the next year. But yeah, that that's unfortunate. I never did now a J one, but a lot of my friends did, and it was. Uh, I did like a bit of crack. I loved it.
3: Yeah, it did was. You? It was amazing. Yeah, I went to San Diego on my J one and stayed there for. The whole summer. Literally from May, and I came back in September. And it was the best thing I ever did. And I hate to say it to anyone that's listening, that is dying to go on one. And they can't. <laughs> the best thing oh, I ever can. did Look gap the, year, you, I just you can postpone on. it. <laughs> you can postpone it.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of mad that I didn't do anything. Uh, I didn't go away for like a year. went away for a couple of weeks, but I think it would have been great to go away six months to a year. Like, I know, if mates to mine who did, like, a college year in, in Holland or Germany and in America as well. I don't know. I don't know if it was a case of just wanting to get it in or out, but uh, if you're kind of yeah. at the age of 19 and 20 and you're freaking out, you don't know what to do because you're leaving, so it's just been, I don't know, burnt to the ground because of the situation. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll, if and when you can do so safely. I, I definitely recommend you go away because you're, you're only going to wind up regretting that when you're like 50 and old and your hip is out of place and you can't walk more than five foot, you won't be able to travel. You're like, get out of the place, do something, do something mad.
3: Unless your friends all decide to go backpacking and doing it on the very cheap, cheap, which I just can't deal with. <laughs> so I refused to go and they told me I'd regret it and I never did.
1: As in never. you never went or you never regretted it?
3: I never regretted it and I never went.
1: But don't you lay so the experience for it. of you know li- living in a in a hut somewhere and having to do your wheeze in a hole on the ground
3: one of the girls had to go to hospital she had that m- uh, that many mosquito bites and she had one literally in the crack of her ass <laughs> I am sorry that is not a memorable trip away that is that it is, is tragic no all
1: right so I'm Sish a little bit only, high maintenance yeah it sounds <laughs> like, like it says will only go away in a gap here if you can do it in five- star hotels so who knows yeah, that's what you're into but listen uh, more information about f104.8 but there you go your J1 H1 visa bans extended uh, till the end of 2020 because Trump wants to free up what he says about half a million jobs which I can kind of see a little bit if you want to you know especially now that everyone's what they've about 21 million unemployed over there at the moment but anyway uh, bad news you're going to have to redo redo those plans just go to Canada I see that's pretty much similar enough go to Canada you yeah, might be alright kind of yeah. uh, speaking of under 25 Saoirse
3: Yes, so what do 60% of under-25s do straight after a breakup? Now, okay, funnily dr- enough, right, the guy I went out with not so long ago wasn't much older than this, and he forgot to do this. He should have done this, but he forgot.
1: Well, that's an interesting clue now. Okay, 0876797104. You can WhatsApp myself and search in if you think you know or you just want to have a guess. All right, um... Angela, good evening, what's the story? Angela has just said, just get back out dating straight away.
2: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door.
0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry
1: foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com ACAST.
3: Oh, God. Really? I don't think anyone with half a brain would think that's a good idea.
1: It's never an yeah, idea. Go on, go on the rebound again. Straight back out there.
3: Really? Ignore oh, no, your I, problems. I need... Just
1: bury and ignore your problems. Never deal with them. It's no. fine.
3: I need a detox. I need proper girlow nights out and girlow trips <laughs> away and all that stuff. I couldn't do that again. No, I don't think they do. No. So that's, that's not, not right. The answer.
1: No. Oh, apologies, Angela. I mean, it's not a bad answer. Unfortunately, not the one that Sarah is looking for this evening. So, what's the question again? So the question
3: is, what do 60% of under 25s do straight after a breakup? Now, Shannon messaged me in, and this is actually, it's nothing to do with the answer, but it's a good answer. Delete all your Instagram pictures together.
1: I would have thought that that's the horrible thing about, you know, dating, especially in... The age of social media, and that you like, do you go back through and try and delete them all? Because again, Facebook in a year's time is going to show you memory going, Oh, remember your date at the Leisure Blacks, and you'll be like, Oh my god, I'm in bits. So, you know, you have to do a purge.
3: See, I wouldn't even think of doing that, I just couldn't be bothered.
1: Facebook never should go have an automatic. Back to my pictures. An automatic feature. I know people aren't really doing Facebook much. It might be more Instagram. It might be more you know, Snapchat and TikTok and things like that. But if Facebook, if you're in a relationship, you another way you can tag the person you're in a relationship with, I think. Oh, do they yeah. still have that? Are you still able to do yeah, that with they... in a relationship with? Yeah. But maybe if you kind of let Facebook know you have broken up with them, that any photo that they're tagged in just automatically gets deleted. Or that That's you're both idea. just gets deleted. Yeah, but okay. Well, at least you have the option to do it. Hit, hit the purge.
3: Obviously, you've got uh, Facebook where it brings up your memories, but so does Instagram, actually. They've started to do that now as well. Yeah, they're doing
1: that on your stories and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, that's
3: actually annoying. Although, at least Instagram is kind of newer. So, if you were in a relationship for four or five years, the chances are it's not going to come up, memories aren't going to come up from then, I don't think. Uh, But also, you don't tend to scroll back through your pictures. I mean, Instagram is, you know, a daily kind of throwing up a picture here and there. Throw up a nice little quote, picture of your ass, whatever it is. (laughs) So people don't tend to like scroll back to September 2017. Like, yeah. So, in that sense, I I don't understand why you'd bother doing that uh, to delete pictures.
1: Yeah, right, okay.
3: Of them. But no, it's not the answer. It's not a bad answer, though.
1: Uh, Okay, so 60% of people under the age of 25. Are doing this? What are they doing after a breakup? Okay, if that's you, if you're under the age of 25, you recently just had a relationship, what did you do? What did you kind of go, hmm, right? First things first, we're going to burn the stuff and then do this, right? 087 104. See if anyone can get. FM 104's
0: Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long.
1: we am working Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue, Ireland's favorite online adult shop. That question again, Saoirse, quickly was? So
3: the question is under 25s what do they do straight after they break up with someone you have to be under 25 straight after you break up with someone what are you doing
1: Um, is it they change their relationship status and that comes in from Alan what's the story Alan how are you this evening
3: yeah that's something they probably would do isn't it but I think that's more for anyone of any age that's attention seeking (laughs) Let's be honest. I've just broken up with this person. Give me sympathy. That, you know, that whole poor you, what happened? will DM you, they They're just
1: trying to manage it. No, I absolutely hate it, yeah. They the yeah, passive-aggressive social media status updates is that. You yeah. think you know it's the one and then you don't. Yes, like, All right,
3: exactly, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not the answer I'm looking for. Keane also said something similar. Was it unfriend or unfollow your ex? Which is
1: a big deal. Oh. I never know know how how you should treat that, I suppose, because do you want to think that they're so upset that they have to do that or do you try and play it cool as if, like, oh, I don't even care if I'm following you, you're you're so meaningless to my life that I wouldn't even give you the time or day to search you out and unfriend you. Well, see, when
3: you unfriend them, maybe you don't want to have to see their great life that they're having now that they're single without you. So you unfollow them so that you don't see that.
1: Fair enough, Yep.
3: That's fine, and I think Instagram is grand because you can unfollow and follow back without it being a huge deal, but I think on Facebook you're losing all your kind of memories with them, or you know yeah. if you add them again, it's suddenly you're now friends with after ten years, so yeah. I think that's more of a big deal than the old Instagram, but I think it yeah. happens
1: and um, the right answer that's
3: no that's not the right answer no no uh,
1: william William has said um after a breakup. 60% of under 25s will listen to sad songs um, on the radio and I can kind of understand. You're just there playing like all of this Adele stuff there and wondering <laughs> what's going on <laughs> with your life.
3: I literally Hello. was like what's that in my ear? Oh Jesus it's I don't me. even need a breakup
1: for this. Lying there crying. in the darkness the on your own.
3: Oh God. Oh. Well obviously you know Dude, my song him. is yellow. I hate him. Oh God. I've never done that.
1: Is that um, weird? Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. So it's, is, is that correct? It's not listening to emotional breakup songs, is it?
3: No, that's not the answer.
1: I'm looking at this right because I just obviously pulled up Adele's hello there on YouTube. She has got on that song, this will put you, i give you some idea to how many emotional sad people are actually doing what William said because that video has gotten 2.6 billion views.
3: Stop. Stop.
1: That's that's how much heartbreak is out there, William. There's just people listening there, kind of go. I need a bit more of doubt. This is just crushing me.
3: I actually don't think Uh, I've ever even seen that video
1: yet. And it's a normal enough video. Two point six billion views is a staggering amount. Staggering. Okay. Uh, A few other ones um, like that. Okay. So no, no sad songs, and it's not update their relationship status either. Did we say that? Sean has said, "Is it update your relationship status?" Is it kind of a that I don't think it's that. Nope. Um, is it delete all their photos off social media that has come in from Leah? What's the story?
3: Yeah, that as I said has come in a few times. No, it's not that.
1: No, Adrian thinks it's go out with their friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's sure a genius do. I do. I'm idea. Sure yeah, do, a, yeah,
3: it's a good move if they've cheated on you. Fantastic move. I would do that. I have said time and time again if anyone ever cheated on me, I would get yeah. with their brother. <laughs> you know, I just would or their best friend if they didn't have a brother um, Beautiful, that's and, and not vindictive and stuff.
1: that's not it either janet i think nope. may i think janet might be um might be onto something here good evening what's the story she thinks the answer is 60 percent of people under the age of 25 do this after they break up is it changed their passwords
3: ooh very close oh. you pretty much have it you pretty much have the nail on the Are head gonna there give it to her? i'm just going to give it to her yes it is logging you out and changing your Netflix password.
0: Oh, oh cruel. it's
3: painful. Now, as I said a little bit earlier on, this has happened to me, but I broke up with him and I was using his Netflix account and I'm still using it. Foghorn. <laughs> doo, 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 doo. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually uh, doing this right sorry. now. And he hasn't noticed. He probably will now if he's listening, but sure, look, you know, I got away with it for a long time. Um, but yeah. I think that's mean.
1: No, it is not. The That's only thing I don't subtle, like. Do you know what it is? You know, that is such a subtle little dig because you're not, obviously, after breakup, the first thing you're going to do, I presume, isn't go watch something on Netflix. So it might be a, a few days later at the weekend. And because it'll be logged in on your laptop or your TV, you know, it's just automatically synced across everything that you used to watch it on. You'll yeah. go in one day and you'll just open it up on the TV or on your PlayStation or wherever it is. And it'll just be like, sorry, you've been lagged out. And it'll be such <laughs> a little dig in the back. be like, huh? Try and finish off the rest of that season there, you bitch. Do you know
3: it's really funny? Funny though, you know the way it's continue watching for, yeah. Whoever it might be. So I remember straight after we had broken up, and I'm still using his account. I looked at a documentary that said how to have good sex. I didn't even look at look at it like I just clicked into it, so that came up right. last. Yeah, last watch or continue to watch. So uh, yeah,
1: so making fun. him look like a pervert. He doesn't know what he's doing.
3: Yeah, pervert. Yeah, that doesn't know what he's doing. Just in case he's sitting there with another girl. And, he, and uh, she's like, yeah. oh, what were you watching? <laughs> I wasn't watching
1: that. So. Oh, that's very mean now. That's very not nice mean. at all.
3: No, it's not. But uh, look, sure, you have to do these things sometimes. Uh, but yeah, logging you out of Netflix account.
1: I'm just Googling I mean, it this, by sense, the way.
3: Though, yeah, it
1: Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, um, look, you can obviously Google, like, how to log people out of your Netflix. I'm trying to see. It just says, account name in the upper right-hand corner, You can go manage profiles from the drop-down menu because you might have broken up with someone recently or even years ago that you didn't even realize they might still be skiving. That horrible scumbag you went out with might still be skiving off your Netflix. So do a little digital clear-up here now, right? Go to your um, Netflix account, go to the main home screen, click manage profiles in the upper right-hand corner when you hover over your name and then you can click sign out of all devices and job done. Um, you'll have to sign back in again but you sign out of everything that means their phone, their laptop, their iPad their PC, their computer, their Playstation everything will be signed out they'll be booted out of everything and they'll have to start paying their way because let's be honest maybe they were just too cheap anyway and it wasn't the reasons why you broke up with them because they wouldn't sort their lives out they wouldn't get off their hole and they wouldn't go get a job to be able to pay for things don't be reinforcing that behaviour
3: yeah true But look, if you weren't that type of person and you were actually a really nice person, then continue to let them watch your Netflix. No, no. Yeah, because you're doing good in the world.
1: Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's very, very funny indeed. Uh, We got another quick text in. I I missed this a little bit earlier on from Dave. Good evening, what's the story? He wants to uh, shred slash burn something this evening when we take the uh, shredder in. We'll, We'll get back to that in just a few moments. And also be talking tonight on the show before we wrap up. Um, about maybe you might be getting slightly emotionally attached to to robots, and that may not be the best thing in the world. But listen that's on the way next year
0: fm 104's room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
1: You can get the Room 104 podcasts up online as well. And all the usual podcasty places if you want to listen back to the full shows uninterrupted <clears throat> tomorrow or at any day during the week. Mondays here on Room 104, what we like to do is bring the shredder slash fire pit out and anyone that annoys you or wrongs you in any small or big way, we will burn them for you and shred them and destroy them so good things can come back into your life. So any, whatever you're fed up with, whatever you want to vent about, let us know, 0876797104. Oh, this comes in from uh, David a little earlier on, which I missed but we have to give it a shout out. The Christmas shop opens in Brown Thomas in August. That's five weeks away. Shred this, please.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> That's terrible. We're going to
1: get out of this and we'll be straight into Christmas. Wow.
3: Madness. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah definitely shred that. I don't want to hear about Christmas for at least a year and a half. Why not?
1: Christmas is great, one. We,
3: we just had Christmas. I remember our Christmas night out like it was yesterday. That so was the last night out I've been on.
1: <laughs> oh God, yeah, no. for a lot of people, yeah. Especially if you did dry January, you were like, "Oh my God."
3: Oh God, no, that's horrific. No way.
1: Okay, so let's not mention Christmas.
3: No, don't do that, please. <laughs> Jesus, turn it off. Oh no, come no.
1: <laughs> this is probably God. illegal. Is, I hope this is illegal. Well, come on, this is
3: illegal. Oh well, people are turning it off and, 12, and smashing of the, the radio. Side, 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 side. Oh Jesus Christ, I'm sweating.
1: No. That'll be coming as David. David, listen, we'll burn that and shed that. No problem at all. Uh, Thanks for the heads up on that. Um, Actually,
3: speaking of Christmas real quick, I was talking to a friend yesterday who was saying she was looking into going to Lapland. Right. Yeah. In August. And I was like, Lapland is in to see Santa. And she was like, yeah, you can go all year round.
1: But is it not like... Why would you go in August? There won't honest? be snow. I remember last year they had a problem where there wasn't enough snow. They'd either import fake stuff or something, but just because of uh, the, the weather, they didn't get any snow. So a lot of kids were if showing up to this dreamy, magical place, and they were like, oh, it's going to be snow. Oh, it's a car park, and there's no snow well, how anyway. confusing is that for
3: it. kids? You're bringing them to go and see Santa in August, and then they assume Christmas must be soon, and it's not.
1: Yeah, you're teasing them a little bit too much. I don't think yeah. I, I wouldn't have been able to manage it as, as a kid if I was brought there that early, yeah.
3: No way. It's very confusing. So, uh, yeah, let's just quit, quit Christmas now. Enough.
1: <laughs> Christmas has been cancelled, lads. Game yep. over. When is, when, is, when is Black Friday? You know the sale. When is that usually take And Cyber Monday? Is that in December or is that in like, October, November? When is that usually?
3: I'm nearly certain it's the first weekend of December. The first Friday yeah. of December.
1: Because I think that's going to be extra extra crazy if you work in retail our thoughts and prayers are with you already because I've been seeing a a couple of people already commenting uh, online and hearing different stories that a a lot of the annoying customers are already out and that uh, the Karens have upped it a notch even more and are far worse now that there's obviously different social distancing restrictions put in place so yeah if you're in a shop and have to deal with the public we salute you thank you for your service, but also go easy on them. If you're in the shop, everyone's adjusting to the situation um, at the moment. I also want to give a quick mention. If you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, right, they're already releasing some new series and some new uh, programs if you haven't watched. Did you ever watch The Sinner?
3: Ooh, I had started to watch that.
1: It's Will, it's Will, with Bill, I keep forgetting, Pullman or Paxman, the guy from Independence Day, the president from Independence Day. You know that guy?
3: yeah
1: right so he's in it um and the first series was unreal the second series was grand but the third series has just been released there over the weekend definitely go and watch it it's very dark and very heavy but it's definitely a good watch you don't need to have watched season one or season two by the way if you want to just jump in straight into season three and you like a bit of again it's a crime murdery serial killer kind of program uh police police Murder mystery drama. I shouldn't say murder mystery. That makes sense. Terrible. Um, but the guy, the main character in it, is trying to solve a series of murders. It, it's it's very good, very dark, very heavy. If you're into that stuff.
3: Okay, I wouldn't be there to be honest. Like I'm hooked oh. on. Obviously, I was watching everything lighthearted um, and tried to watch a comedy the other night. And every comedy on Netflix at the moment just tends to be absolute pure and another shit. So I've just stuck to watching the reruns of Big Brother that's been played that everyone seems when to be. When you say at the comedy, moment. are
1: you watching comedy movies or stand up?
3: Oh, comedy movies.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not a great just, selection there.
3: They just haven't, and I keep watching super bad and I really wish I'd never seen it.
1: <laughs> Why? Because it's
3: just so good. And I know every scene in it at this stage and it's getting a bit old. But it's the only comedy that's decent. So yeah
1: re-runs of either. Big Brother. That's what Comedy I've been watching. Owns, yeah. That that one. Yeah, no, I haven't I can't think of any decent comedies off the top of my head. I I go to Netflix for those true crime documentaries and those heavy heavy TV shows. That one The Sinner is definitely worth a watch. If you want something a little bit more random, there's one called The Woods which has been trending for the last couple of days. I don't know if you've seen it. I think it's produced in Poland, so it's dubbed over, but that's another Um, Another dark, weird one about kids who disappeared in a a forest years ago and it's jumping back. It looks really good. Uh, And then next week, I cannot wait for this. One of my favourite TV programmes of all time. Uh, It's called Dark. And the third series is out next week. It is the warpiest, most confusing sci-fi TV programme you will ever see. If you like Stranger Things, it's like this except another level darker and a little bit more serious but absolutely phenomenally good really really good and i recommend if you're looking for something a bit a bit different but really 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 good and again i'm one i can never understand time travel in movies i just i just my brain hurts after because i'm always like wait hang on how does this make sense right there's yeah. a bit of time travel in it there's sci-fi in it and it's kind of like stranger things because there's a weird and there's a weird Entity Evil Overlord and the whole thing and it's brilliant as well I think that was a German thing it's overdubbed as well listen you get used to it but it's phenomenally good so that's Dark season 1 and 2 available right now definitely go and watch them if you're looking for something a little bit different but that and The Sinner and The Woods are just you know options for your lockdown situation at the moment
3: yeah we're still in it we're still um, told to stay at home if we can so Netflix needs to up it's game slightly (laughs) and uh, yeah will have watched absolutely everything by the end of by the end of lockdown, by the time yeah. Christmas comes around.
1: Yeah, by the time Christmas comes around, which is in August in Brown Thomas, you'll be able <laughs> to do that. So uh, listen, if you have any other good suggestions that you, you are worth a mention, drop us a WhatsApp, let us know. Uh, on the way, we're going to be chatting uh, about how mis- you might be getting emotionally attached to machines. It might be good, it might be bad. I'm going to have a bit of music from uh, Jubilee. But on- FM 104's Room
0: 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
1: Yeah, Cormac and here. We're about to uh, wrap up the show this evening. Before we do, a quick reminder, podcasts are available. We'll be updated right after the show. Listen back to the shows in full, uninterrupted, uh, tomorrow or a little bit later on. Maybe you're just getting stuck into work. But you can uh, find us there on Acast and Apple and all of the usual uh, places That uh, you get your podcast from, so happy days. Now, um, what is this? Oh, remind me to talk about this tomorrow as well, by the way, because we're almost out of time, but uh, over in Canada, there has been a spike in the cases of men being admitted to hospital for a very particular type of injury.
3: Oh, no. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about.
1: You probably know what I'm talking about already, but a very particular type of injury to themselves because of lockdown, and it's increased a huge, huge, huge amount. So I might mention that tomorrow on the show. Just give me a quick reminder. I know we have to quickly mention... Are we now falling in love with robots?
3: Yeah, so we're talking about Alexa, we're talking about the robotic uh, Hoovers and, you know, the kind of robots that, you know, might benefit some men. Um, But they were just saying that we are finding that human-robot relations are becoming so strong that we, studies have suggested that we are going to trust robots quicker than we will trust human beings.
1: I I can understand why that would be pitched in a way because you could argue that a robot would be completely logical and wouldn't be biased and wouldn't have emotions to deal with, and then at the same time we get so attached to things anyway. I mean, even you know your 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 toy a toy you had as a kid, or you know people just how attached people are to their cars. Yeah, I mean, if your car could talk back to you. Like, what was the what was the name of the car in Night Rider? Mm. David Hasselhoff, Night Rider. That car, you know, if cars yeah, yeah, start getting yeah. like that, people are going to absolutely love their cars. What's the name of it? Begin with a K. You look that up there, my head in. but
3: um, yeah, they they just said it's worrying because obviously we are emotionally attached. We are becoming emotionally attached to robots, kind of like you know, a lot of people care more about animals than they do humans. Yeah. So now, now care they're more showing about robots. that we're exactly, and they did a study where where um, they were looking at highly trained soldiers who worked with robots to disarm. Bombs, and it appeared that they were so emotionally attached that they knew that the robot was a tool, but treated it more like a pet.
1: So they're still going to cry when it was going in to blow something up. You're
3: yeah. going to miss you, man. Or so they quoted a saying. They might say, "Oh, the poor little guy," as if it's real. <laughs> like that's a bit worrying, isn't it?
1: Well, I don't know if it's is is it necessarily too worrying. Just because, like, I think you might get attached to things, but you know, it's it's not a dog, or you know, it's not a person, but you still.
3: Yeah, but do you? Because people kind of rely on Alexa a lot or rely on, you know, these hoovers. Give them my
1: Google Home and things you can talk yeah. to and they'll talk back to you and they'll tell you a joke. They'll That's tell what you about I mean. your day. yeah
3: Like, it's kind of comfort for them, and which is good in a way, but it, t- it kind of takes you out of reality a bit. Yeah. And it, L- it gives you that false sense of...
1: Comfort but listen, as I said, you might you know you know you, if you've trust issues with men, robotic men might be your way to go.
3: <laughs> Actually, that's true. Yeah, I've never yeah. had trust issues with them. They just annoy me.
1: <laughs> well, you used to be able to turn these men off, volume off, that's mute, true. robot. There you go.
3: Can they massage you though? Of course they could.
1: Could they? Well, you've got massage chairs. Want, so of course I don't these want guys big could.
3: robotic horrible very steel arms. I want you know nice soft. But I'm sure you could change arms. out the arms. Well, that would be ideal. Yeah.
1: Anything, anything at Mm. all. Well, that's interesting now. So look, we're all going to get rid of the dogs and get rid of the other halves and just live happier with robots, even though that might be some form of a a sad, weird existence. They don't have a
3: personality. They don't have feelings. It is a robot after all. And I think it's probably important, especially during lockdown and isolation. People might be just isolated with Alexa and that's all they know.
1: Better than being alone, no. I don't mean, completely alone, at you can have some sort of boring conversation where you're, you're a- asking Alexa to add up different numbers and explain different words to you.
3: That's true, but I think it's about time now. You know, we're easing out of lockdown. Get back in touch with people. Just give it or a go.
1: don't. Or learn how you survived without annoying humans wrecking your lives. Because remember, all of your life's problems come from other people. And the they less do. of them that you have, the less the less you'll have to worry about in your life. Well, listen, uh, obviously not. Obviously not. No, do, do look after yourself now when we start getting back out into the real world with with lockdowns being lifted and stuff. That's pretty much it for us this evening. We'll leave you with a bit of music from... um, a bit of music. We'll leave you with a song from Julie. But but we'll be back tomorrow night from uh, 9 o'clock. Poker Face will be back tomorrow night. More on that story about how uh, a a hell of a lot of men in lockdown are presenting themselves at hospitals with a very particular and similar type of injury. You might be able to predict what and why that is. But listen, cheers for tuning in this evening.